still play football uh, in, in Europe with my friends for free. The way I look at it is it's not a chore. You know, working out to, for a lot of guys is a chore. It's, it's not a chore to me. You know, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy getting better. Uh, I enjoy growing. I enjoy, you know, getting some, some meathead work outside yeah. every now and then, feeling that biceps pump, you know, there's, there's no feeling like it. So I think if you can just have that kind of beginner's mind and, and still enjoy, you know, the, the work you do along the way. And get your uh, meathead work in, right? Yeah, 100%. You gotta, gotta get dessert. <laughs> Hey, thanks for checking out the show. It's called No Playbook, and it's sponsored by D1 Training. Now, all of my episodes on this podcast are about the athletes, coaches, and experts that really help to make sports and fitness such an important part of life in the Southeast. But recently, I had an offensive lineman, McClendon Curtis from the University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. Uh, he came on the podcast, and after the NFL draft, he is now a Las Vegas Raider. So... I noticed in the stats for the podcast uh, a huge uptick in downloads in the Vegas area. So I, I'm sure that's because of McClendon. Uh, but as I was noticing that, I thought about a, another recent interview I did not too long ago with a current Raider, former Tennessee Vol, it's Jakob Johnson. And I got to tell you, he, he really was one of the most interesting guys I've ever gotten to speak with. If you're unfamiliar with Jakob Johnson's story, he grew up in Germany but realized as he was getting older uh, in the high school age that he really was an outstanding American football player. Long story short, he's now in Vegas, played all 17 games, I believe, last season for the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I'll get to it now. Super interesting chat. Here's Jakob Johnson on No Playbook. Jakob, I appreciate you coming on. I'm going to jump right into it. If you would... On this episode, we're talking a lot about like just the importance of training and yeah. especially like as kids coming up in athletics. Talk about your journey as an athlete in Germany to not just America, but Tennessee. Yeah, well, uh, I'll try to give you the, the Reader's Digest version, the short version of pretty much cool. I, I started playing. I started playing football in Germany at some point. It's kind of a, a more un, it was it was a more unknown sport at the time, less less popular sport. Uh, fell in love with it. Um, never really had any idea as far as like, uh, you know, making it to the United States. But um, I, I just kind of rose through the ranks there, got better, uh, improved in my position. I wasn't some, you know, German all-star, all-state teams and, and got, got to have that whole experience. Um, and then kind of towards the, the end of my, um, my, my youth time over there in Germany, you play uh, football in an age group that's 15 to 19 or a uh, adult. So kind of towards the end of my time there, uh, some of the American import players were telling me that, that I might be good enough to play for, play for a college in the United States. So uh, I started looking into that, started structuring my day a little bit more. Um, in, in Germany, we don't play football at our schools. So you, you play for club teams. So besides going to school, I had to, you know, figure out where, where to work out, had to find a gym, found some guys around me that, that you know, we're, we're all kind of on the same same plan as far as like wanting to really do something with football. And uh, we just pushed each other to get better, uh, uh, made the, the German national team and, and uh, you know, made a highlight tape, sent that out to every uh 
FBS football school in, in America. Like I think I said about 600 emails. I, I sent one to every D coordinator, every linebacker coach, every player personnel person I could find the email off. Um, only got three replies. Uh, they pretty much said, you know, find a way to, to come over to the United States and, and prove yourself here. So uh, I called an aunt of mine. I, I played uh, six months of high school football down in Florida and uh, kind of halfway through the season, Tennessee reached out to me and uh, offered me a scholarship. Awesome. Was it and linebacker that's, that you played? That's, that's how I got to Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. Uh, it yeah. was it linebacker that you played in high school? Yeah, yeah. I was a, I was a, a kind of outside linebacker, middle linebacker all over the place. I did all right, you know, not great, but uh, ended up having to uh, end up having to get a, a shoulder surgery after my first season. And when I came back from that, uh, we were a little bit light at the tight end position and uh, they, they thought I might be a good fit over there. Excellent. I'm, I'm a recruiting junkie and I, I certainly remember you coming in. There's a lot of excitement. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a long time ago, man. Um, <laughs> 2014. Uh, so talk about your training. What, what does that look like for somebody that's as dedicated as you are? Um, like, what does that look like on on a typical week? Yeah, I I think I, I, you know, I I learned a lot, you know, along this journey about that, you know, in in college, you're kind of more tightly uh, bound into whatever your strength and conditioning coach wants to do. Um, you know, now in, in the NFL, you certainly have, some more freedom, but also more responsibility to figure out whatever it is exactly that you have to do to uh, get the best out of yourself. Um, I mean, in off season, you know, I, I'm, I, have a, I have a program that I just follow. Uh, but definitely, I think the, the the game changer for me is just to, you know, really, really attacking whatever I, I feel or perceive to be a, a weakness in, in my body and just, you know, strengthening those up. Like I play a high contact position. So, you know, I, I place a huge emphasis on kind of like uh, neck, upper back strength, um, upper body strength in general, just to, you know, prevent injuries and, and and to have that durability when it counts. You know, something else that's very clear with you coming your entire journey is I would say it's your drive. That's something that is not, <laughs> I mean, am, am I wrong? That's something that nobody can deny. Uh, does that come from anywhere specific with you? Uh, man, I, I think it's it's just, you know, coming from, from Europe, I've, I think I've never lost that feeling of like, you know, like, uh, like feeling like a lot of people probably didn't expect me to be here or, or not a lot of people thought that, you know, I was going to, a lot of people didn't think I was going to make it to, to Tennessee. A lot of people thought that I wasn't going to make it to a, to a high school uh, football team in Germany. So I just think I, I never lost a chip on my, on my shoulder and then. Another thing is, I just you know, I just I like the work. You know, I, I, if I wasn't doing this right now here, I would be doing it uh, and getting paid for it, right? I'd I'd still play football uh, in in Europe with my friends for free. I'd still be uh, working out at just a, a regular you know commercial gym, and I'd be paying for it. So um, the way I look at it is, it's not a it's not a chore. You know, working out. For a lot of guys, it's a chore. It's, it's not a chore to me. You know, I, I enjoy it. I enjoy getting better. Uh, I enjoy growing. I enjoy, you know, getting some some meathead workouts yeah. every now and then, feeling that biceps pump. You know, there's, there's no feeling like it. So I think if you can just have that kind of beginner's mind and, and still enjoy, you know, the the work you do along the way. And get your uh, meathead work in, right? 
Yeah, hundred percent. You gotta gotta get dessert. <laughs> there you go. Uh, now speaking of Tennessee, what about yeah. um, like favorite memories as of all, either on or off the field? Oh man, I mean, it, it's a lot. You know, uh, I think I was I was there for you know some some really exciting and some really good times, and of course some some really you know sad and down times too. But uh, personally, it'll probably be the the Georgia game. In 2015, I think we're down 21 to, to three or something, kind of like in the first quarter. Uh, we score, I run down on kickoff, I tackle Sony Michelle, I get the ball out, John Kelly recovers it. Uh, we score again and we kind of get on the roll from there and, and ended up winning that game. And, you know, on top of that, that night, I got my girlfriend's phone number. Uh, so that's just the night we met. And uh, so that kind of is like a, just a little special game for me personally. Nice. You still with her? Yeah. 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 yeah cool. Still, still here. Still going That's strong. A good <laughs> now, Sony Michelle was with the Patriots until not too long ago. Yeah. Do you ever, uh, do you ever rip yeah, him for some big hits? Uh, well, I, well I, I tried to bring it up, you know, as much as I could, but then, you know, uh, it's you have a tough time right now as a as a Tennessee fan, you know, in a in the NFL locker room. A lot of Alabama guys, a lot of Georgia guys that like to bring up, you know, whatever their record is against against my school. So what was the biggest transition for you going from college to the league? I mean, uh, obviously, uh, you know, everybody on the field uh, has a reason for being there. You know, there's, there's nobody uh, at, at this level that, that doesn't deserve to be on the field. You know, even if you don't make the 53-man roster, you're the elite of the elite, right? So that that that's a given. But I think it was probably more like you know, uh, learning the the right time management skills. You know, learning how to just develop your own process. You know, in in college, you're kind of given a process by by your school. You you uh, have a lot of mandatory things on your schedule. Um, here we. You know, we, we have a structure as far as like the, the, the minimum required things that, that the team requires you to do. But there's a lot of work that you have to uh, do outside of that, that nobody is going to tell you exactly what to do and how to do it. You know, and you have to figure out a way to, to develop that for yourself and, and figure out what works for you. Yeah. So you plan on coming back for uh, like bye weeks, coming to Tennessee games? Yeah, I, I don't know. The, so the way that our, our bye weeks work up here, I, I don't think I'll be able to make it for a bye week, but uh, I hope I can finally make it to a spring game. I've, I've been wanting to go to a spring game now ever since I, I graduated, and somehow there, there's always something that came in between. So I, I really hope I can get back there. I've seen a lot of the guys that, you know, I played with that are there on other teams, you know, when, when, when we play them, and uh, I know they always go back, so, so I hope we can – we can all catch up sometime uh, at, at a spring game. A lot of talent on those rosters at Tennessee that I was on. You know, we just uh, were never really able to capitalize on that. But, but. It's okay. Uh, well, I can Good tell you. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What was that? Uh, that's uh, For Whom the Bell Tolls by Metallica. Okay. Yeah. Lars Ulrich, we're going to have to give them royalties, actually. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. And thanks for checking out the show. Uh, Please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you can get all the episodes immediately downloaded whenever I get some new content out. Uh, Please follow me on social at NoPlaybookPod. Thanks to Jakob Johnson, uh, Mike McBath Music for the song. And as always... 
Thank you to D1 Training. Sport fit, see one is where I'm going.